guys, I'm Megan and this is Eva or Evangelina Scarb, I haven't decided yet. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> this is uh, Coffee and Ketchup, which is our podcast, because we basic bitches and we started a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, you gotta it's do it. It's peak quarantine, start a podcast, start a YouTube <laughs> channel, start a podcast. That's, that's quarantine goals for like pretty much everyone. Yeah, except people just talk about it and they don't do it. We out here doing it. We, we did do- this. We don't know if it's going to work, but we're doing it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the whole point of this podcast, basically, is to just have a conversation, I guess, about different topics, yeah? Um, yeah. So we're recording. I don't know. We don't know what's happening with this. We don't know if it's going to be audio or video, hopefully video, but it may be audio also, so... um the video, if things don't, if there's, if you're listening to, if you're just listening to this and it's not making sense, there's video somewhere. We don't know <laughs> where, but there's video, so go find that. It, Probably should have figured this all out before. But no, uh, well. no. Um, who needs to? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but we were just saying that the first episode, this episode, in case you couldn't tell by how professional we're being, um, <laughs> should probably just be not so much topic based, but like what the hell is going on and who are these two rando girls who are hyped up <laughs> on coffee and having a conversation through a Zoom call. Also, why are we having a conversation <laughs> through a Zoom call, Eva? <laughs> um, well, we are two girls. And <laughs> we live in very different countries, very far away. Even if it was not quarantine time, we could not see each other because Megan lives in Ireland and I live in Macedonia. And we mm. have coffee and we're catching up this way. But for an audience, because that's the only way we'll talk to each other because we actually hate each other behind no, the scenes. No, yeah, we totally hate each other. <laughs> to be honest, I'm terrible at communicating with anyone. I literally said, I mean, like... I sent a friend a message the other day and she responded and I looked at it and I was like, I'm just too tired for this right now. <laughs> like, I initiated the conversation, but literally in the two seconds it took her to reply, I was like, no, I'm done. I'm taking a nap. It was my socialization done for today. I do that all the time. And what I also do is like, somebody sends me a message and I open it and then I, I see that it's a bit longer than I anticipated. So I go, okay, I'll get back to that. And then I never do. Oh. And everybody thinks I'm the worst. So. I do that on Snapchat, which is worse because then I can't remember what the conversation was. Mm. Like someone will send me something and I'm like, I need to respond to that. And I always check my Snapchat while I'm doing something, which is stupid. So I'm just like, I'll get back to that in a minute. Gotta, gotta finish doing this. And then I'm like, what were we talking about? Because <laughs> it's always pictures or like no one saves their chat. And then they think I'm the weird person for saving the chat on Snapchat. And I'm like, chap, I don't have a photographic memory, all right? <laughs> I don't know. See, this is why I just don't use Snapchat. Well, Whoa, I hit I my microphone. But everyone, Professional. Like, everyone's on. You, like, you're at, look at me. I'm grainy as fuck. Your, your setup looks great. The setup looks great, but it doesn't sound great if I hit the microphone. So Mine probably doesn't sound great anyway. So we're on a leaving playing field if you keep hitting the microphone. Okay, so I'll just keep smacking it every yeah, now and again like a tambourine. <laughs> yes. So yeah, we were saying for like this first episode, we will talk about way we'll talk about um, how we met and how we got to where we are in this point in our lives currently, and an ocean apart, if you will, if you <laughs> yeah. want to be poetic about it. Pretty sure that's in our bio. 
I should yes, know. Yes, it is. I wrote on my... <laughs> yes, you, yeah. you should know. I, d- I don't need to know. You should know. <laughs> yeah. So I guess we should start with how we met. I vaguely... I was actually thinking about this the other day. And I was like, that's got to be basically how I've made every friend in my life, which is probably a bad thing in the sense that you came, I I wasn't talking, it was the first day of school, wasn't it? Yeah. We yeah. met, yeah, the first day of school and I was being me and being shy and I didn't want to leave my parents and then this random girl comes up to me, is like, you want to play? And I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> that's, how, that's how I've made friends my entire life and I'm like, this is probably why I have problems talking to people because I just stand around <laughs> and wait for people to ask me to come play with them. Yeah, but see, now I do that. I can't do that anymore. I was just such a brave little five-year-old. I was like, okay, I'm just going to ask anybody, come play with me. See, and I was excited. Like, oh, so. I'm, I'm, you know, like socially awkward or like, you know, I, I get anxious about social situations and stuff. I'm like, half off even. No, you don't. And I'm like, no, you're not. You're not five anymore. So maybe. Because <laughs> yeah, I used to I'm, be a I'm bit of a five. show off, like around family, you know, like when family I hadn't seen in a while came over, I used to be a bit like show off. And now I'm just like... I'm gonna be on my phone. Welcome to my house. <laughs> I could this care is less my about home. Your existence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I I don't know if like see I don't really remember us meeting that well. Like it's a vague fuzzy yeah. memory, but most of my memories of it are from us talking about it or our parents talking about it. Yeah. See, I hadn't remembered it at all until it just like randomly came into my head. I actually think I was thinking about how I made friends in secondary school and how it was like the first day of school and I didn't know anyone because there was only like three people who'd come from my primary school and they were all guys so I, I, I hadn't hung out like I and now I don't have a problem hanging out with boys but obviously when you're like 12 you're like oh, I don't want to hang out with boys so I didn't <laughs> know any of them and then I was just sort of like hanging out with the first day of school and these two girls came up to me and they were like hey you want to hang out and I was like how do I make friends in primary school I was like oh the same thing happened. I did not make friends. Friends made me. <laughs> I mean, that's how I've made all my like newer friends as they talk to me. Like mm-hmm. friends here, I just met them through work, but not because I initiated a conversation because they were like, hey, you're foreign. <laughs> so, wow, that's a great thing. Hopefully that happens to me when I move to the UK because that's I think that's why I was originally thinking about how I made friends. It's like, oh God, I gotta start all over again. Like at least yeah. when I was in on Erasmus, yes, I, I, if anyone who doesn't know how I was on Erasmus, um, I talk about it constantly. <laughs> um, I, had, I had a roommate, so like you know, going to the the open day stuff and the orientation stuff wasn't scary. Or like the school gave me a buddy that like we could contact someone from the school to like just help out with stuff and he invited me out to dinner and if I'd been on my own I probably couldn't be like hell no I ain't meeting a random stranger in a random country hell no but then my roommate was like I'll go with you and I was like okay yeah we'll go you know like I'm like if she hadn't been there I probably would have spent the entire year in my bedroom with no friends but because she was there like we went to things together and then we both made a group of friends and then we ended up hanging out with them separately we did things separately but it started with me having like a safety net person there that I could turn to and be like, I don't like this situation. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. No, it's good to have like somebody to lean on in those situations. Yeah, I just lean too much <laughs> these days. Maybe, know. but at least you're aware of it. That, that's the thing. My mom likes to bring up 
speaking about our childhood and how we met and you hearing about it, you know, how we met from our parents. My mom likes to constantly bring up that we wanted to be living in a pink mansion once. <laughs> and that couldn't be any less us. <laughs> also thinking about like how we've changed since we were five. I was like, I no longer want to live in a pink mansion. <laughs> I know, it has to be a gothic mansion. So But like I was just thinking, mansion. I was like, even if I won the lottery, I don't know that I want to live in a mansion per se. Like there's a nice Edwardian house. Uh, that went up for sale a few years ago in my town. It was like a million euro. I was never going to afford it. But it wasn't a mansion. It was just a really nice, well-kept old house. So it had a big... Pr and it was, you know, it had, had more rooms than a house normally would. It was in the middle of my town. So it wasn't a mansion. But like, I was like, yeah, I'd like that. I don't know that I'd want to live in like... Yeah, if I won the lottery, I don't think I'd be all like Bono and live. Does Bono live in a mansion? I don't know. I don't want to live in a mansion. Probably. He, he looks like he lives in a mansion. You know what I want though? I want a tiny house. I didn't think I'd be a tiny house person, but I am. Oh my god! I've been looking up the price of land to see if I can ever afford to own a plot of land and put a tiny house on it. Because for some reason, my fear, my like. I am not a true independent adult until I own a home. I think it's because I grew up hearing that I would never own a home because I'm a millennial. Well, I'm not a millennial, but you know, like my generation are probably never going to own our own homes or like even be able to afford mortgages. So my like fear is like, I gotta own a home, man. It's like tiny home. I want a tiny home. I can afford that. I don't need a lot of room. Give me a tiny house. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. Everybody was like, well, we fucked up the economy. Um, no houses for you. And we're like, actually, um, no, fuck you. Tiny house. Very cheap. Eco-friendly. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like if you've ever lived in an apartment, you could imagine living in a, you know, a tiny house. It would be the exact mm. same, like maybe a bit smaller size. But you know what I mean? What I feel like the issue maybe would be if you move from like owning an entire house to then trying to move into a tiny house would be difficult. But if you like moving from your bedroom into a tiny house and moving from an apartment into a tiny house, it's easier because you have a small spaces worth of stuff. You don't have an entire house worth of stuff kind of thing. But, mm -hmm. but then also, I think if you go from an apartment to a tiny house, it's like it actually ends up being more space because now you have all this outdoors that you didn't yeah. have before. Yeah, and so you don't like have, like, you're not cornered in by, like, other people and other houses and stuff. Yes. <gasps> we could buy a plot of land together. A big plot of land. And we <laughs> we can put our tiny houses there, and then we'll kind of have our pink mansion Yes! Not pink really. tiny houses! No. Pink tiny <laughs> houses! Pink oh tiny God. houses. <laughs> they got it. I was uh, watching this documentary on on tiny houses in America and kind of the law surrounding them because they're so new that like people aren't really sure especially when they're like made by the people do you know what I mean like when they're like DIY'd there's there's like issues with is it like a regulated building should we be letting people live in them kind of thing if they're like handmade and stuff but um in obviously it's like a state by state issue because America is no offense Americans but why is everything a state by state issue? Um, but there's one state where, um, like, as long as there's someone comes on site every now and again to check how the progress is going of it being built, then they're fine to be built. They just need to, like, you know, pass code or whatever. And, um, 
this like community college have a group of people who build tiny houses as part of their college project and they basically got like an estate of tiny houses with tiny gardens that were built That's by all so these cool. students that are like up to code and is like cheap affordable housing and now the kids can go on and be like i've built a home and like you know it's not a full-size home but like at least they've got the experience for it and everything and i was like that's so cool that the is tiny pretty house cool estate. Mm. that's what we should build yes let's do it and they can all be pink all right we're going off top <laughs> yes so back to how we met yeah yeah, we went to the same school, in case it wasn't obvious as to that. Yeah, we went to the same yeah. school. Yeah, we went to the same school, it was the first day, and Megan didn't want to leave her parents, and I was more than happy to run <laughs> off as far as I possibly could, yeah. and um, started talking to her, we hung out, and we became inseparable. I have these weird memories of us like tying our arms together with a skipping rope. I was like, we used to tie ourselves to each other so that our parents <laughs> wouldn't like separate us after. I don't know how we thought they wouldn't just untie the rope. But we were, I'm like, sure you- like, no, but I'm sure like at least once your mom was probably like, she can just come over. Yeah. And we were like, yes, the skipping rope worked. Our plan, it is flawless. You know what's weird and then though? We I, would... don't, I don't remember you being over at my house. I always remember being over at your house. And I don't know if maybe that's just because in my head, my house was my house. So it wouldn't have been weird for us to be at our house. Whereas at my house, whereas if I was at your house, it's like, that's not somewhere I was every day. So I maybe remembered it more. But I was like, when you just you saying like my mom saying you could come over, I'm like, I don't remember ever playing with you in my house. I, I genuinely don't remember house. you being at my house. I have yeah, it's probably no just because we lived in our houses, so like you know, it doesn't stand out as much in our memory as like a different place. I don't know. Yeah, me. but what about like at your house with the Chinese tea that we used to make? Oh, that was I that time. See, I remember um, you being over when we were older and you'd like come over to stay for the weekend and stuff. But it's more just like the after school stuff that I don't remember as much. I don't I, I, no, I, I only remember going to your place. I remember we did like, we painted mugs, I think. And mm. then there was one time we I mean, did was like my birthday this thing. party one year. Was that your birthday party? I think it might have been. Oh, I thought we just did it randomly. <laughs> it was know. probably just you, me, and Sky. Anyway, <laughs> I don't have any other friends to invite to a birthday party. So, I mean, well, but oh yeah, we should mention Sky because yes. she wasn't there at the beginning. No, she wasn't. She was there a year later, was it? About a year. Yeah. Yeah, we thought she was a spy. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, so Sky's Sky spy. is our other friend who came to school a year late because she'd been somewhere else, um, and when she came. We thought she was a spy because logic, and we were I very mean, it mean to her in retrospect. As a new kid, probably wasn't a great experience for her. Yeah, probably not. But then she liked us in the end. Yeah, I don't so. like that. It's fine. I don't know how we overcame the "you're a spy" thing, but I have no did. idea. Did we like have to? Maybe, maybe we wanted to spy back. Maybe that would that's, that's what a, happened. I don't like the idea that we started our friendship on the basis that we wanted to spy on her. <laughs> but because uh, she was spying on us though. <laughs> so moving on with our friendship. So now there was three of us, three inseparable people. And 
Then I moved first. Yeah. Yes. You moved in first. In no, second. Kind of in, yeah, I was second about to say, class. Kind of in first class. Second class. So you would have been eight. Eight. I would have been seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then yeah. Jesus, how are we still friends? I have no idea. I really don't. Okay, so for the people who don't know, we lived in Dublin and we went to school there. And then in second class, when I was eight, I moved to Tipperary, which is a completely different town. Irish back middle of nowhere. I'm sure that was a great move from like the capital of the country to the Irish back middle of nowhere. Oh, you know, I love Tipperary. It's your favorite place in the world. Mm-hmm, absolutely. But it, yeah, it was about two hours, one and a half hour drive yeah. from Dublin. Um, we were supposed to move to Greece, so we went there for a while. Yeah. I literally remember Greece. I was like, gonna say goodbye to you on the tarmac, like in all the movies. Yeah. I had it planned out in my head. That's what we were yeah. gonna do. Yeah. And, but then I didn't move to Greece, so it was fine. It was a bit closer. Yeah. <laughs> moving to Dubai. Yeah, and like to be fair, two hours probably doesn't sound like a lot to some people, especially like if you live in a much larger country like America or Canada or something. But when you're eight years old and you live two hours <laughs> away from all your friends and stuff, it's not great. Especially like, you know, my parents couldn't drive us down all the time. You know, we couldn't drive around to meet each other all the time and stuff so it was like we'd go maybe six months without seeing each other because we'd like come up for each other's birthdays maybe that was probably the mm-hmm. only time we saw each other during the year was me you and Sky's birthdays we'd like travel around but mm-hmm. I then yeah a few years later Sky moved um two hours away next year. yeah she moved yeah she was actually she moved two hours away from me but she was like four hours away from you then wasn't she yeah, because so like to explain to people, so Dublin's like here, and I moved over here, and Sky moved over here. Yeah. So. so I was fine. I was in the middle. I was doing great. But like for you to go up to her, for her to come down to you was a struggle. Like the only, I feel like the only once she moved, the only time you guys saw each other was when you both came back to Dublin. Yeah, like it was rare that either of you went to each other's houses after that, wasn't it? Yeah, it was only for, like, birthdays, really. Like, yeah. and not even... But then it ended up we would just liaise at your place. So. Yeah, because she had to come back up to Dublin for, like, fam- her family had business and stuff up in Dublin. And then you still had family up here. So, you know, it was just easier to be like, we'll meet A in the middle and then B where we'll both end up being anyway for other stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was, it was still, like, I remember at one point... Me and Sky didn't see each other for two years. Yeah. We didn't even realize it had been that long. But, like, I think I'd seen you at, at least once in those two years. So, yeah. it was strange. How are we still friends? Because <laughs> this was, like, like, before we social media. Yeah, yeah, and it's not like we wrote letters or anything to each other. I honestly think it was, like, probably our parents just being like, oh, it's your birthday. Do you want to invite Megan up? Or, you know, it's it's your birthday, Megan. You want to invite Eve and Sky up? And, you know, stuff like that. And being like, yeah, yeah. I will. I don't yeah. remember making friends. Oh, I did. I remember making friends in, like, fifth and sixth class. But I honestly don't know what I did between sixth class and, like, fifth class. I'm like, was I just sort of floating about with no friends? I don't, I don't remember those years. You probably were well. like, 
Because that would have been, I don't want to say traumatic, but like that would have been very upsetting as a child, have your yeah. two friends move. So you were probably It was very, probably like, also, I wonder, I don't know. Now I don't think this, and I don't recall ever thinking this, but I wonder sometimes if I ever thought you were both moving away from me. Because you, you know, you know what I mean? You both moved away as opposed to like me moving away. Yeah. Or, I don't know. I don't remember ever thinking that, but sometimes I'm like, I wonder if I did think that at some point. So it the, could have been at the back of your mind. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like it was maybe a year or half a year where I like, didn't have... Like, obviously, we, we knew other people in the class. So it wasn't like we were exclusively each other's friends. It was just like, we were exclusively like, we'd go between each other's houses kind of thing, like after school and stuff. Like, I wouldn't do that with the other kids in school. I probably, like, you know, could sit and have a conversation with them in school. And it wasn't like secondary school, you know, where you're, like, hanging out with your friends all the time. It was like, we only ever really hung out at lunch. So as long as I had someone to, like, sit with at lunch, I was probably fine. And then, um, I remember it was probably, like, halfway through fourth year, or fourth class, that I started, like, making a group of friends again, because I was in with... No, it was, it was, yeah, it was fifth class. So there was probably a year where I was just sort of like floating about. Like, I was probably all right, but I just didn't have like my, you know, after school friends anymore. And then mm. I, the younger class ended up in with us. So I went to an Irish school. So um, we had a lack of teachers. So sometimes they'd like divide a class in two and put it in two other classes. So like they divide the fourth years in half and put half of them in with the fifth years. And then half the moment the third years, that sounds wrong. But yeah, they used to do that. But then the year below me, there was so few people in that year that instead of just dividing them out, they just put them in with the rest of us. So all of the fourth years were in with, all the fourth classers were in with me when I was in fifth class. And that's where all my new group of friends came from. Because I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> I just made friends with all the younger kids. I mean, why not? Yeah, we had like, because I went to the Irish speaking school when I moved to Tipperary. Mm. And we had like three classes in one. So when I started in second class there, because it was like the middle of the year, I think. So we had first, second, and I, no, it was just first and second class together. And then when I moved on, we had third, fourth, and fifth all in the same classroom. So mm, it's like yeah. that in all those schools, I think. But I, I think I made friends with some of the younger ones as well, from what I remember. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I, I feel like the distinctions weren't that concrete, at least in my school. You know, they might have tried at the beginning of the year to seat us separately, so it'd be easier to, like, teach us different curriculums. But um, honestly, like, I was in with the older kids when we were in fourth <laughs> class. My class never got split in half. It was always we had another class in with us. It was never we were in with another class. Um, so the fifth class had been split in half. Half them had been put with sixth class, half them had been put with us when we were in fourth class. And I remember like learning from their stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like we'd have our own stuff and obviously the teacher would try and stick in curriculum. But if you're in the same classroom, you're gonna like catch on to what's happening around you. So, like, I remember doing, like, fifth class math twice because I just never did fourth class math. <laughs> I mean, good way to learn, though. 
Well, we, mm-hmm. yeah, ours was a bit more separate. So we were like in lines. So like mm-hmm. first class was here and then second class was in this area. See, so. I feel like they might have tried that at the beginning. And then as the year moved on and you made friends, they just stopped trying to separate everyone. You know, because I don't know. Maybe we did sit separately. I honestly can't remember. I kind of try and block out primary school. My mom's yeah, always like, oh, but separate. you loved primary school. And I was like, yeah, at the time, it probably seemed great. But then you move into secondary school and you get another experience of what a different school is like. And you realize primary school is shite. I, I hated primary school, but I think I hated secondary more. Mm. Just by a little bit. Yeah. But like I suppose it also depends on the people. Yeah, like, see I lived in Tipperary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but mine is more like experience based. Like I got along with my teachers, I got along with my like peers and my friends better. I got along with my classes better in secondary school. Whereas in primary school, um I didn't really get along like I got like some of the teachers were great and I loved them and I never had a problem with the teachers. Um it was just sort of like I don't know. I felt like maybe because everything was so disjointed and, you know, kind of like hobbled together, like the classes and and, and the prefabs, because we probably should not have still been in those prefabs after all that time. Oh my god. I was um, going blind, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. But yeah, I feel like maybe it just, I don't know. It's yeah, not that I, I hated it. It was just like it's, and I I like college better than I liked secondary school, and maybe I like doing my masters better than I liked college. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm moving up to better education systems, so maybe I'll like them all more. Maybe I'll end up hating my masters more. I don't know. My you know what I'm just changing. realizing though? Yeah, well, I just turned my light off. So, but no, because <clears throat> you like you like it more as you progress. I'm the opposite. College was the absolute worst experience that has ever happened to me. I have never been more depressed in my entire life than when I was in college for that week I was in college. So it was longer than a week, but... Yeah, I feel like maybe my enjoyment of it more comes from the, like, mode of teaching and stuff, which obviously doesn't work for everyone. So, like, in primary school, you're, you're in school, you're doing what's put up on the board, the teacher's coming around and helping you, you're all doing the exact same thing. You move on to secondary school, and it's kind of the same thing, but, you know, you, you have small differences between what you're doing, especially when you get into the Leaving Cert. Everyone's art projects have to be different, everyone's history projects have to be different, everything you're doing for English doesn't have to be different, you're all doing the same book and the same play, but, like, your ways of coming at it are different, and the teachers sort of don't entirely tailor it, like, per child, but, you know, there's a little more of, like, oh, you're interested in this part of history, okay, you can do your project on that. Or or I can see that you're better at this kind of art, so we'll do that and stuff like this. And then in college, obviously, it's all about what do you want to do? What are you interested in? And then even when they, like, you're in that class, they give you, like, what do you want to write your essay on? Or here's a choice of six essays and pick one kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I think it's more just, like, I get to pick my little thing that I like to do. And I can do it, but it doesn't really, I don't, it, I know it doesn't work well for everyone. I feel like education systems are sort of broken in the way that they're geared towards one form of learning. And if you don't deal well with that form of learning, sorry, tough luck. 
Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, that kind of makes sense because, right, so when I was first in secondary school, like I was really good in school, I got really good grades, um, but I never really studied that much or anything. So naturally smart. I sound like an asshole, <laughs> but naturally smart. Um, but then I got like real depressed and I just didn't pay attention in class. Like I always had headphones on and I got just really bad in school. So I didn't even have the enjoyment of the academia anymore. Yeah. So I had the people I didn't like, plus the schoolwork that was just stressful because I didn't do it. And then, but then I liked my second secondary school, which I went to when I moved back to Dublin, which brings us to... (laughs) When Eva moved back and everything was fun, and she snuck into my school for a day. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I am. So I moved back. We'll get to the sneaking in story, but I moved back to Dublin uh, in fifth year. So, for a reference, by this stage, me and Megan are no longer in the same year at school because fourth yeah. year is optional in some schools, so and I, I skipped it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what age was I? 16? Must have been, yeah. 16. I think, yeah, it was February. So, I was going to turn 17 that summer. So, I moved back. I started in a new school, and we were near each other, and we got to hang out, which is amazing because we had we'd been so far away from each other, like our entire friendship basically, that it was we weren't used to being near each other. Yeah, like I feel like we didn't, you know, we don't really have a lot of recollection of when we were together, other than like maybe one or two events that sort of stand out or like stories that have been told. But at least for me, like I don't like, you know, I have a vague recollection of you and me hanging out at your house. But, you know, it's not like specific events stand out at me. It's like, that was before Eva moved away. Well, the the very specific events of after I moved away, I guess, was when we started making YouTube videos together. Mm-hmm. When I was in Tipperary and I would come up and we would do our videos. <laughs> All the prior videos. <laughs> oh, God, they were so bad. They're bad. They're bad. Yeah. But I'm going fun. to Comic-Con. Yeah, yeah, that one's still up. That one is good. Yeah, I'm sure the title's not wrong, but whatever. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> but yeah, so I moved back and then I wasn't in Megan's school. Um, I was in a different one because she went to an Irish-speaking secondary school. Yeah. And I did not. You'd been English. Um, because they didn't have one in Tipperary. Yeah. yeah. So I had to go to the English-speaking one. My school was great. Absolutely great. But we actually did get to see each other. And then I finished school the year before she did. So <laughs> when I was supposed to be studying for my leaving certificate which is the final exam it's it's um, the the grades you need to get into college basically so kind of important if you want to go to college ah but i didn't so <laughs> yeah so it was fine i was just a complete waster at that time of my life so like they didn't care but i instead of going to the library to study i went to find megan so i went to get some pasta in tesco then i went to find megan and i said what are you doing and she went <laughs> Uh, I have to take an exam. I can't. I don't have time for you right now. That's how. The That's not what I said. I was hanging out in the <laughs> garden that. before an exam. We had a like garden in front of our our school. We sort of like hung out there when it was sunny, and it must have been summer, like the week before summer break. We had exams, and Eva just bops along. She's like, "What's that?" I'm, I'm like, with I you have now. An exam. <laughs> because I was a good child, and I was not going to leave school when I had an exam. <laughs> I didn't have exams. Mine were upcoming. I was supposed to study. Well, I never did that. 
Well, so, so what I did do then, which you could call a form of studying, is I got a jumper because they had a school uniform. So I got a jumper from somebody of their school uniform and I went with them to take their exam. Yes. An English exam, I think it was. <laughs> I just... Yeah, I think it was English. I, to be honest, I kind of, I feel like I blocked you out after a while. You know, like we sat down and I was like, oh my God, this is a good word. But as soon as the paper came out, I think I was just sort of like, like Focus. I think I looked up at one point and you were gone. And I was like, okay, <laughs> back to work. Yeah, I still, I still can't believe like I got away with that. To be fair, she pretended to be a student that hadn't been in all year and that had barely showed up at all before that. So when she was like, I'm so-and-so. They were like, okay. Because it was <laughs> the person invigilating wasn't the English teacher. Obviously, the English teacher has had us or our class for five years at this point. And even if this person barely ever showed up, they would have known. But it was like the Spanish teacher who was invigilating the exam. And this girl had never been in the Spanish class. So she was just kind of like, I'm so-and-so. The teacher was like, Okay. <laughs> You probably could have said like a random so. name of someone that was never in the school and he still probably would have been like, okay. <laughs> yeah, but I, I remember though, because like obviously I was the only person they asked, like, who are you? So yeah. as soon as they did that, I was nervous. I was like, oh shit, I've gotten myself in like such trouble now. And um, no, just got away with it. And I, I started actually answering the questions. And then, and then I was like, why am I answering these questions? This <laughs> is not my exam. <laughs> Yeah, so I just wrote like a little short essay thing about how I wasn't actually a student in the school and I just came in for fun. Maybe you should work on your security guys and just was like, I'm done. Bye. And I really had to pee when we finished. I remember that. Yeah, I feel like I when we came out, I couldn't find you. And I was just like, what is going on? Did you get kicked <laughs> off the premises or something? Because obviously I was just like, I got to keep my head down because this is my actual exam. And I can't get drawn into the shit. I mean, I can't get, I can't get drawn into Eva's whims. <laughs> you see, my BPD really shine sometimes. Mm. Jesus. Of course, I, I didn't know that is... you had BPD at the time. I was just thought it was Eva being eccentric, Eva again. Yeah, Eva being a pain in the ass. You can say it. Uh, I mean, I didn't it know was either. funny. You know, I suppose we were we, we were discussing this. We came up with it. It was funny. I don't think it was until I like we got into the exam hall that I was like, if I get it, it, you know, if I get attached to this in some way, this could affect my grades. Or you know, I was like, damn, this is probably not a smart idea. <laughs> but yeah, at the time, I didn't think it, you about know, it either. In the moment, it probably seemed funny until we were like actually sitting down ready to take the exam and then I was like oh damn this was not a good idea uh, yeah I think my one thought was like oh god now I have to sit here for the whole thing um, <laughs> yeah because English not... especially was probably longer than some of the other exams yeah so it's just like I'm bored now god this was like the impulse is gone I'm yeah I'm just bored <laughs> my impulse is telling me to leave <laughs> so. yeah and then you're like leaving is gonna draw more attention to you yeah so just fucked but I didn't even think at the time like how it might have consequences or some yeah. kind of negative effects for you or somebody else. I was just like, oh, let's do this thing. So I don't know. It's weird now how many things we can look back on and be like, oh, yeah. she's mentally ill. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I but know. I mean, like, 
not not it's anyone's fault about anything but if if i'd truly been very uncomfortable with it i would have just been like get lost you know well i might have been a little kinder about it i might have been like can you like maybe not do this but you know i i went along with it which i probably shouldn't have in retrospect <laughs> i have no excuses <laughs> i'm apparently mentally sound your excuse was that you'd put up with me for so long and this was normalized behavior for you. Yeah, that was probably it. <laughs> but but in, in full retrospect, though, there were no problems and it's really funny story. So yeah, it's nothing like- <laughs> went wrong. It's funny. We don't have to be like, that was bad. That could have been bad. Because it wasn't bad. It was funny. <laughs> it's a funny yes. story. Yes. Yeah. But should we continue with, with our lives up until this point? Yes. So... Then, yeah, you, you, did you take, what happened after your leaving there? Did you take a year off? I was supposed to go on holidays to Macedonia for the summer for six weeks. And then I was like, I'm not going to stay here. <laughs> I'm just going to stay here. So because, I stayed yeah, there for a year and a half. You just give up a holiday. That makes, I mean, obviously <laughs> Macedonia is home as well. Yeah. You know, so it's not, not fully a holiday, but still, just yeah, give up a holiday. Plus I had no prospects. So it was just like, I decided that before, like even the leaving cert stuff came in the um, not the leaving cert the what is the word i'm looking for the college oh, CAO. admissions CAO. cao yeah so like i just i just left and then i got in and i was annoyed that i got in because i only put one thing on my cao like one course and i put it there just to keep my sister happy because she wanted me to go to college and i didn't and when i got in i was like god now they're gonna make me do this yeah <laughs> so which was like a bad way of looking at it so i set myself up for failure but i was in macedonia while you did your last year of school so yeah, you had that was nobody was to like, distract what? you yeah <laughs> well not that but i was like i remember you taking a year off and not or like talking about taking a year off and not going to college and then i was like why were you not here though because <laughs> you were <laughs> obviously you were busy with college because you weren't at college and i was like where were you <laughs> That was just that one year where I ceased to exist. Yep. <laughs> Macedonia's yeah. just a black hole, and when you go in it, you cease to exist. Exactly. Like, right now, I don't exist. Yep. It's amazing. It's why your so- graphics are so great. <laughs> because it's just, a, it's just a GIF playing on repeat. Yeah, exactly. GIFs aren't very good graphics, though. <laughs> but, yeah, so you you did college then, and I was still yeah, in Yeah, so Macedonia. I did my leaving cert. I did. I did worse than Eva despite studying, which always was a fucking pain in my ass. She was like, oh, I didn't try. I got this. And I was like. Uh, yeah, so I finished leaving cert. I got into college. I So when I was in college first year, you we must have um, gone back to being in the same year then. First year of college. Yeah. Was together. Yeah, we did. It? Yeah. But you were. But different colleges. Yeah. I was. I was in UCD. Yeah, and I was in Maynooth, which is... That was it. I was like, you weren't close. For some reason, I had Cork in my head, but I was like, you didn't move. I knew it. You know, I was like... fuck would I go to Cork? I don't know. In my head, I was like, you weren't close, but you also were still living in the same place. So I was like, where were you that you weren't close, but you were still living in the same place? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, No, I still lived in Dublin, so I just went to Maynooth, so I commuted there. Mm -hmm. Um, And then... Yeah, I didn't survive very long there, so <laughs> then didn't I went. Probably didn't help that you had such a long commute in as well. No, it didn't. But I, I remember like the very, very first day that I 
was in college because you loved college i think right yeah. you were i mean it was a struggle yeah. in the beginning and um, i didn't really like have connections with people until like the second semester of college but i liked the classes and stuff and i had sky and things i just didn't want to bother her because she'd already been so sky had moved back the year you had moved back to dublin the year you'd gone and i was doing my leaving cert because she'd gotten into college she like eva had both ended up a year ahead of me because i'd done an extra year i'd done transition year and they hadn't and um, so she was in college a year before i was we were in the same college but um yeah you know she already had her friends and stuff so she was free like i'd hang out with her but i didn't want to like get in her way because she had her own you know her own thing going on i didn't want to be like that clingy first year who was like you're the only person i know gotta leave me <laughs> um and i had like one person that i i met in a tutorial because when we were in tutorials they were always like turn to your neighbor ask them their name yada yada in five minutes i'm gonna come back around and i want to know everything about them and i'm just there like that's the worst no. I, I remember think the, that. the rhoda came around because she told me her name and the rhoda came around and i was like what did you write because i can't remember <laughs> what your name is <laughs> But yeah. she ended up being the person I moved to another country with for a year. So <laughs> that worked out right. But you know, like I had her. We like we would chat during class and stuff because we were we were doing all the same classes. So that was fine. But you know, I didn't have like friends. I had like people I could sit next to. But it wasn't until I joined the Harry Potter Society, which wasn't until Christmas, that I like started going to coffee mornings and stuff. And I like chatted to people and I feel like that's when college got a little easier because I had a commute as well obviously it wasn't as I don't think it was as bad as yours but it was an hour in and an hour out and so like when you're going in sitting there for like two classes and then coming home you know it can be a little like especially if you didn't want to be there in the first place I wanted to be there so it was fine but like you know if someone didn't want to be there it's understandable well they could be like I don't want to be on the freaking bus for an hour for an hour long class or a two hour long thing and then be all the way back out and like even I was getting a little like disconnected I was just kind of like you know on a rota of of wake up get on bus go to class come home you know eat go to my room watch tv stuff like that it wasn't until I started making friends that it was like come into class, chat with friends, go for coffee with friends, you know, hang out. It, was, it, was, it stopped being like, just follow my schedule of my classes and do that. And it started being like, go into college and you're there for the whole day because you've got stuff to do. You've got people to see and, and you know, I and like, yeah, I feel like I could have ended up maybe not hating college because I, I still liked what I was doing, but I could have ended up maybe resenting it a little more had I not made the friends that I did especially because the journey in was so long. I can imagine later on there'd be days where I only had one class or in second year I had like one morning class and then a four hour gap in one evening class. And I can imagine just not going in those days because of the long journey in, but the, because I had things to do on campus where I had friends and stuff, it was easier to like motivate myself to go in because I can be like, I can always end up meeting someone or I'll just go to the library or, you know. I could fill out those days a little more, but commuting sucks. <laughs> yeah. I think was my gist there. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, okay, so when I first started in Maynooth, my commute wasn't as long as it was because at one point I moved further away. 
So I was with my sister for half my oh, time yeah. there. But at first I was at my dad's. So it wasn't that long, but it was still quite long. But I remember the very first day I was, I wanted to leave. Like I wanted to drop out immediately. I was so upset because like it was so overwhelming and I couldn't find any buildings because I don't know if you even know this about me, but like my big social anxiety is getting lost because I can't find things very easily. And like, even when somebody gives me directions, I'll still get lost. So I had trouble like finding things and I couldn't talk to anybody. Like I, I had nobody to talk to except for the people that we had to talk to when they do that. Like, oh, ask the person their name and a fun fact about them. And they're like, it was like, that's not real communication. That's yeah. just like forced. It goes in one so, ear and out the other. Like even like five minutes later when they're like, all right, tell me what you learned. You're like, nothing, because I don't give a shit about this person. No offense person, <laughs> I'm sure you're nice, but I don't want to be here. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah, I just instantly hated it. And I kept thinking, I want to drop out. I want to drop out. And I didn't drop out until I had already used up like my, because I was on the Susie grant. Mm -hmm. So by the time I dropped out, I missed my chance of getting a Susie grant again for the first year. And the next time I do college, I'm pretty sure if I do college in Ireland, I'll have to do, I'll have to pay the fees, you know, because yeah, it's like so, free tuition. Yeah, the we have free tuition here. Um, <laughs> the state pays for a certain, I think they pay 2,000 euro worth of your student fees, or I, I don't know if it's a percentage, but mine ended up being like 2,000 euro of my student fees were paid by the state, but they'll only pay per college year. So like, if you finished first year or if you did X number of time, amount of time in first year of college, they won't pay for first year of college again. So like, yeah, you obviously spent too long in first year and now they won't pay for it again. And obviously I, I'm not getting money for the first through fourth years of college because I did them all. If I did like a fifth year of college, they'd, I don't know when they cut it off. At what point are they like, no more college? Because I acted like next year weeks. onto my degree. Like, I was oh. only supposed to do three years, but then my Erasmus, like, added a year on, and they were like, yeah, we're still paying for you. And I was like, go around. Well, I think it's, I think what, it, they only cut it off if you, like, repeat a yeah. year or repeat a semester. So as long as you're following the course of your course. Because, like, yeah. for example, I'm pretty sure medicine, the undergrad is, like, five or six years. I think, yeah, so. I think it's, like, five years. Yeah, something like that. And I think dentistry is the same, stuff like that. So Yeah, I think the longest it, it is, is is five years. But then most of those you have to go on and do the extra whatever it is. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know if they end up having to do some kind of state board or if they do a master's or something. But it's not like, you know, you go into medicine to be a, a doctor to do something medical. And in order to do that, you still have to go on and do the extra things. So while your degree may only be five years... It's not really because you have to do the extra stuff, I think. But yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it's nice that the, the state pay and, you know, our college tuitions aren't bad. I mean, like, I, I've known people who went through college and were paying their own tuition. And they could manage it on a part-time job. You know, they just kind of had to think out what they were doing. You know, when they were going to pay, maybe. Because, you know, it's not due all at once. They kind of had to, like, plan out when the payments, when they were going to pay for things and stuff like that. But, like, it, it's doable. And especially considering, like, I was looking at master's courses in America. And, whoa, boy! They yeah, had yeah. 
No, you don't need that negativity. No, no. <laughs> it's no wonder everyone's got some kind of grant or, or scholarship in America because you need, you know, they have them for percentage, you know, we'll pay a certain percent of your or student fees over there. And it's no wonder. It's mm-hmm. freaking yeah, they're huge. Man. Like, you can like, never pay that off. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, yeah. we're worried about, but, like, never being able to own a home. I'd hate to be stuck with, like, a, a, a debt, a college debt for the rest of your life as well. Yeah, that would be terrible. Jesus. But to bring it back to our, our story time. <laughs> so Megan enjoyed college, liked college. Sky was there too. All wonderful. Me, hate college, said bye-bye. I go Macedonia again. And and that I did. So I stayed there for... Were you still there? How long? Yeah, but I came back for a while. Or did I? No, I didn't. You've come back to visit, yeah, but you haven't even come back. My own I mean, you came back for a confused. few months once, but I don't think anyone thought that was a move back. I think you knew it was it was just a visit. A long visit. But. Yeah, I for some reason I thought I moved back again, but I didn't. You're right. I mean, it's kind of confusing <laughs> when you keep going back and forth. Yeah. Like you, but yourself, yeah. keep going back and forth. Yeah. But so, then I was in Macedonia again, and we were apart again. Mm-hmm. And then, is this okay to bring up that at one point... I came back and we had a falling out. For a yeah, while. we did. I think that's I think that's a good thing to bring up because just yeah. pretending our, our friendship was all sunshine and rainbows and we got along all the time is stupid. Yeah, yeah. So so basically, I won't go into details, but I I went back for a visit. Um, was an asshole, and we had a falling out. So we didn't I, talk for a while. It wasn't so much the event itself. I mean, it was the the event itself, but it was also like I feel like a build up of yeah. you doing gradually crazier and more insensitive things towards me and the the people around you. That I was just like, I'm not, I'm done. Yeah, I am done with her bullshit. Yeah, but, you know it. I no, but it was like now. the catalyst. Yeah, I, there's a breaking. There was a breaking point. I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think we we both understand now, and I think it was good that we fell out because I also fell out with Sky. Um, yeah. It, this was the same situation, really. Yeah, but I think so, at that point, I don't know. I, from my perspective, you and Sky weren't as close at that point as you and I were. I don't know if that's yeah. true. Obviously, like, I don't know what you guys talk about when I'm I'm not there. You could be texting 24-7. You could be BFF. You could have matching tattoos. I don't know. I want in on that, though. It's true. Well, But, you know, you... like, from my perspective, it seemed like, you know, yours was more a gradually declining thing rather than a steady and then, like, a blow-up kind of mm-hmm. thing, like, with us. Yeah, well... If you want to know, because we haven't talked about this, I haven't even talked about it with Sky, and I keep wanting to, like, I message her and I really want to bring it up, but I don't want to be that person that's just like, hey, let's have a big emotional chat now, because I've decided we're going to have a big emotional chat now. Yeah, but you're like, I'm I... fine now, so we need to discuss that. <laughs> yeah. No, but for a long time, I thought she hated me, and I thought <laughs> she was only friends with me because we were friends and it was like the group. So yeah. I was convinced that she hated me. Um, but I never had that. I never thought you hated me. That was the thing. But <laughs> I don't know why that's that. Yeah. That's <laughs> but okay. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, because, okay. 
So I, I'm trying to figure out the best way to explain my declining social skills without giving out too many details. So I am like a very mentally ill person, <laughs> which is not an excuse, but it is like a an it's, understanding it of it. It explains actions. It doesn't excuse them. I feel like you now, you, you like for me at least, you've you, you've been excused for your actions because of what you've said and what you've done. Not because yeah. of like, I was mentally ill at the time, so you have to like take yeah. accept my apology. Like I wouldn't have accepted that because I feel like there was a moment where you said something like that, and I was like, "That's not an excuse," and I'm not accepting that because you are fucking twenty year old. I don't know how old you are at this point, but you know, you were, I was not like you were old enough to like. That's not an excuse at this point. I don't like. I'm not. I'm, I can't accept that. And it wasn't until a while later that it was like you actually started, you know, showing that you were apologetic for the things that you did <laughs> and not just like, I'm saying you have to apologize to me. I'm saying you have to accept my apology, so accept it kind of thing. Yeah, well, I think, no, I think you're very justified in not accepting my original apology because I remember when this first happened and I first realized we had a problem because we hadn't said out loud that there was a problem mm. for a while, but... I didn't think that I did anything wrong. I did not accept that at all. And I was like, I don't understand. Like, they're just turning against me for no reason. Like, what is this? I'm, I can do no wrong. And then I remember, you don't know this either. So when I finally did realize that it was actually my fault and I started thinking, like going back and stuff, I had constant panic attacks. Like it was crazy. Like I would wake up in the middle of the night and I would start crying because I was like these friends that I've had for my whole life, I've just gone and completely fucked them over and I don't have them anymore and I will never have them. And it felt like the world's biggest breakup sort of a thing yeah. as soon as I had actually accepted it. And then I was thinking about it and I was like, okay, I need to actually change, like I need to do better. Cause it wasn't even a thing of I'm gonna do better so they'll be friends with me again. Because at this point I was like, that's, it's done, it's over. We won't be friends again. But I was like, I just have to be better. And then eventually we were friends again. But it took me a while to realize that we were actually friends again. Yeah. Um, Cause then I thought I feel like it wasn't me. a big like, you're, you know, you're living far away. So it wasn't a big like reunion, like emotional, like in the movies. I think it was just like a more slow rebuilding of the friendship kind of thing to the point where like, we get, we get along great now. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, the thing is like, I'm, you know, and I know that I'm a much better person now. Cause after that, this is why I'm so grateful that this actually happened. Because although it was like a really difficult time, I was able to go back and not just look at the way I treated you and the way I treated Sky, but to see like my whole life and the progression of things. Like there was a point in my teenage years where I went completely off the rails. Like I just Yeah, I feel like obviously I saw your teenage years in in spurts. I saw it in in monthly not monthly, but you know, like yearly mm -hmm. intervals. I wasn't seeing you all the time. So for me, they were big changes. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because I'm, I'm not seeing you every day. Obviously, for some other people, it might have been a slow, gradual, uh, you know, thing. But if you're only seeing someone once a year, um, it can be. I think. I think I didn't realize how. Um, I don't know what the right word is. Like, 
how different you had gotten until you moved back because that's when I was seeing you all the time. Like, obviously, I could play things off as like, oh, we just haven't seen each other in a year. Like, we're both hyped. We're both like, oh my God, I missed you so much. And yeah, you know, mm-hmm. you know. But then when you're, you're living here, you're sneaking <laughs> exams, you know, that's fine. You yeah. know, that's a f- funny story. But, you know, it's you see stuff like that and you're like, that's not just she's really happy to see me. We haven't seen each other in ages. This is like something that she does every day. Well, not every day, yeah. but you know what I mean? Like, th- this is more than just like a, oh my God, it's really good to see you. I'm like really hyper right now, kind of, you know. Yeah, it was like constant sort of mania, almost. If yeah, you want to say it like which that. is easy to play off as like just hyper excitement about an event in a moment. Mm-hmm. But when when it's when it's every day or, you know, whenever we were seeing each other, it's a little... You know, it's a little more jarring to be like, okay, this is just Eva every day. Yeah. And just to explain this to some people who might be watching and don't know what the fuck I'm talking about with the BPD. Because some people think I mean bipolar when I say that, um, but I don't. I mean borderline personality disorder. And one of the things with that is like you have intense mood swings. So you're like really up or really down constantly or really angry or really sad. And then you also have like a lot of impulsivity and reckless behavior and no ability to stop yourself from doing things at least no ability until you work on it so this is sort of some of the reasons why i was like doing this stuff kind of mm. and then in like i don't know through my teenage years and living in Tipperary, and i had the the boyfriend and had all that stuff going at home yeah it was, it was just like a whole big mix of things waiting for me to become this terrible completely reckless just ridiculous person and like mm. i i wouldn't have been friends with me like i was difficult to be around <laughs> so yeah. and um but i'm not yeah. gonna be like no you were great like there were sometimes i was like i'm gonna murder this bitch yeah i would think i wanted to murder me <laughs> you know what honestly was like it wasn't that like crazy and mania stuff that i was like i don't want to hang out with her anymore it was it was actually so um, my parents got me my nose piercing for my birthday and Eva was supposed to come up and come to the piercers with me to get it done and I called her and she was hanging out with friends like she, you know we knew in advance this is a planned thing you were like oh yeah I'm hanging out with my friends um, but I'm coming now kind of thing because uh, you weren't at the house already and the appointment was I don't know like 10 minutes away or something like that I was like okay and you didn't end up showing up until like 30 minutes later and it was already done and my, I'd have to go do it with my mom. And I was a little like, I was a little like, I feel betrayed. I don't, I don't know why. That, was, that one so was the one that like hit me the most. I think it was, it was like, it, it might, it might have just been like a, a culmination of, you know, things. It, it might not have been anything to do with your BPD. It might have just been like, you know, you had a, um, a slip of the, you know, you forgot that we were supposed to meet up or you know you thought the trains would be coming quicker or you know there's a scheduling thing but i don't know i think it just like after a year of stuff it kind of like hurt for some reason i don't know why but that one was just like okay this really hurts this one hurts yeah i could completely forgotten that that happened until you mentioned it now i think probably probably what happened was so I'm not good with time anyway. Yeah. 
Which is why I called to be like, okay, where are you? Because at this point, you only lived one, like one, one or two train stops away. So when you were like, I'm leaving now, I'll be there in 10 minutes. I was like, that's realistic that you will be there in 10 minutes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, when you were like, okay, sorry, I was hanging out with friends. Like, I'll, I'll leave now. I was like, okay, she'll make it. And then you didn't make it. <laughs> I don't no, know. I'm it gonna, could have just been the trains. I don't know. I, see, I don't remember, but I'm going to assume either it was the train, either I did go straight away and it was the train, or, which seems equally as reasonable, was that I was smoking a joint and wanted to finish that before I got the train, like an asshole. Mm. So I don't remember but it was one of those. See, yeah, I think the the fact that it hurt was not like you're not there. I feel like if it had been in the past or it had been now, I'd be able to forgive it. But the fact that it had just been like a year of built up stuff, I was like, okay, this one really hurts. I don't know why, but it's the one that sticks in my mind is like, this is a thing that happened that hurt me. <laughs> I don't know why it did, yeah. but it did. I'm sorry. I'm genuinely <laughs> sorry. I don't know why I brought it up. I was just like, that hurt <laughs> But we're good now. Everything's good now. We are wonderful now. Which brings us to present day, where Megan is in Ireland. Well, there was a period where she wasn't in Ireland, but I wasn't in Ireland either. I um, I went on Erasmus last year. You look at me bringing it up again. You can totally no. I'm like I'm waiting for you to tell the story. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I went on Erasmus for a year um, through my university. I went to Czech Republic. And because I was in the neighborhood, I went and I visited Eva for a weekend, and that was fun. I that was Macedonia. fun. I liked you pointing out how everything in Macedonia is fake. <laughs> <laughs> the entire yeah. weekend was that fake. That's fake architecture. That's fake. And I was like, you see these Roman columns? Fucking styrofoam. Knock on them. <laughs> yeah, she that brought boat, me to like the big plaza, and I was like, wow, it's so beautiful. And she was like, fake. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what? Phil told me there's this, um, I need to find out the name, I forgot. There's a YouTube channel of this guy and he goes around like ex-communist uh, countries and like talks about their architecture specifically. Yeah. So I think he has one episode in Skopje where he's just like talking about everything. So I have to find that, I'll send it to you. Wow. But, <laughs> but so, yeah. I was, I was saying before we, we started recording the podcast to Eva that I have a vlog from January that I have not yet posted of um, when I was in London with the Harry Potter Society. One of my friends was there. And on the last day we were there, we went to the British Museum. And one of our other... So me and my friend are both uh, classical students. And one of our other friends came along. And I'm sure she regretted it because we spend the whole time being like, stolen, 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 give this shit back, stolen. And my other <laughs> friend was just there like, I'm not a classicist. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, Anne. Oh, but stolen. That could have been fun for her. <laughs> oh. Well, that, yeah, that trip when you came to visit me, that was like, that was really nice. I felt like we reconnected. Yeah, I felt like that was our big, like, obviously it wasn't like a big, movie emotional reunion but like that was the first time we'd seen each other i feel like since we'd gotten back on on like stable ground yeah i mean we had seen each other when we were we were good like we recorded a video together that was the jalapeno yeah. thing yeah but we that was like the first time that we'd seen each other and i was yeah. really on edge and I don't know about you, but I was like, oh my god, she I don't know why she's agreeing to this, she hates me. And then as soon like we had a good time and I was like, Oh, we're friends again, but an hour later I was like, 
She fucking hates me. She hates me so much. I oh God! For the YouTube video, you know. No. <laughs> um, I feel like for me at least that was like, I'll see how she is, and if she is the same as before, you know, I feel mm-hmm. like I'm gonna have to distance myself a bit again. But you weren't. You you were you were like so much different than you were before. So I was like, okay. If this keeps up, I think we're great. And then we were in Macedonia. And, you know, at, at that point, like, it had been a, like a year, I think, almost or two since then. It's getting very dark in here. Um, and, you know, everything been going fine. So I was like, yeah, everything's great. Everything's fine now. It's crap. Yeah. I think, yeah, for yeah. me, at least, that was my, like, sort of, like... Because, obviously, through text and stuff, it's easy enough for everything to seem fine. So I think that yeah. was my little, like... We'll see. We'll see how this goes now that we met up again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we ate jalapenos yeah. and I burned my fucking face off. It's great. <laughs> uh, we're such white people. I want to yeah. take a small interruption here to say my ear was killing me and I had no idea why. I thought it was for my earring, but I, I looked and my ear was like this <gasps> under the headphones. <laughs> oh my god! I've um, so. I got my scalpel pierced like literally two days before quarantine started. Genius! Um, but yeah, sometimes when I put headphones on, I have to be really like strategic about how they're going on my head, <laughs> so that it's not like you know pulling it down or anything. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But let's let's talk about future plans because you've got some exciting plans coming. I'm up. moving again because I can't stay in one place. I'm not even home for. I was just thinking about it. I was like, I was gone for a year. I was home for a year. I'm moving again for a year. And then after that, I might be moving again because I want to do a PhD. So I might, you know, I might be moving to, I'll, pro- I, if, I'll probably end up staying in the UK. I, yeah, I'm moving to the UK. <laughs> Forgot to mention that. But, you know, I'll probably just move to an, like, another university in another city kind of thing. But yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of crazy. But I suppose like now is kind of the time to be moving. Like I'm always someone who's, who's wanted to travel and stuff. And um, the course that I want to do, so I'm doing human osteology and paleopathology. I always have to say it like that. I have to make Old a joke. Old bones. Old <laughs> bones and diseases. Um, but yeah, I always have, have to, to say make it like that because what? it makes me feel awkward saying all damn fancy <laughs> words. Um, but yeah, they, they there was one course in Ireland that does it in Cork and they freaking cancelled it for next year which I'm like actually sort of grateful for because I was I was talking to a teacher about like what colleges she would recommend for it and um a friend of mine was also discussing it with this teacher and she brought up Cork and the teacher was like oh, I wouldn't really recommend Cork which I understand if it's the only university in the entire country that's teaching it you know they can't have a lot of resources or you know like do you know what I mean? I, I can understand why it maybe wouldn't be the best place. So I'm kind mm. of grateful that it, it um, isn't running in Cork because I don't know if I would have been urged by others to go to Cork because it's in Ireland. But like mm-hmm. looking at the prices and stuff, it probably would have been the same cost for me to move over to the UK anyway. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'm moving to the UK in September and then I might end up moving. Oh God, moving again. I don't know. It's kind of crazy. But yes, it's I've always wanted to travel, so being able to travel with like the safety net of like, I'm going to college and I'll be meeting people, I'll be living in you know, like uh, uh, there's that built in structure of I will have to communicate with people because that is mm-hmm. part of my degree. 
that like yeah. there's that kind of safety net as opposed to like if I was moving for a job I feel like you could easily just end up like going in and out and like not talking to anyone ever where were my we? lighting <laughs> In case anyone's wondering why I'm no longer sitting in the dark, I fix my. (laughs) (laughs) Oh god, my air conditioning is really loud. Hold on, sorry. (laughs) I can't hear it. Maybe my my hearing's just shot. That's probably my hearing's. My mic is gonna pick it up. So, but I just I'm leaving it on, but I'm putting it on the lowest fan because I'm too warm. I'm gonna sweat. So (laughs) it must be really hot there because like every video you've put up recently, you've been like, I'm hot. No, like genuinely not even like a little bit hot. Like I start to feel like I'm going to faint. Kind of hot. Jeez. You're too Irish for that country. Degrees. I mean, I know you're degrees. actually half Macedonian, but you're too hot for that country. I, yes, I am too hot for this country. <laughs> you're too Irish. <laughs> Sorry, you're too Irish. <laughs> I'm too hot for Macedonia, baby. So <laughs> I keep doing these, um, these TikToks like I'm, like I'm hot. Like I'm a hot TikToker, but like I'm Everyone not. <laughs> TikToks is TikToking like they're hot. Yeah, but no, but they are because they have like the fake eyelashes and they have the cool outfits, and I'm just like I'm kind of average, and I can't put on fake. Well, I can put on fake eyelashes, but I don't want to. I've never put on fake eyelashes. Hmm. I've never put on fake eyelashes. I don't know why I feel like they would like. What's the word? Like, take over your face a bit? See, yeah, whenever I put on eyeliner, I've started putting... I don't put on eyeliner a lot anymore. But when I do, I've started just doing the cat eye and not, like, lining my actual lid. Because no matter how thin I do it, it takes up my entire eye. Because when yeah, my eyes no. are fully open, my lid doesn't exist. Yeah. No, I, I kind of do that as well. Like, I do... So right now I have, like, just in the corner and then I have, like, just on my lash line. I think that's where mm-hmm. I have it. Yeah, because I've tried I have just doing that. I just, I just do the way. I don't do it anymore, really, at all. I used to do it, like, whenever I did my makeup, which it was never every day. But, you know, some days I'd be like, eh, I'm starting college late today. I'll put on, I'll put on a bit of makeup. Um, and I used to do cat eye all the time. But I feel like it, it took my makeup too far. <laughs> too fancy. <laughs> I, I vaguely remember... Your mom commenting on the fact that I wasn't wearing as much makeup as I usually did. That's one probably time, because she you seemed... weren't wearing an emo face anymore. <laughs> no, but she was so proud of me and I was like, oh. <laughs> probably because you Thank didn't have you. raccoon eyes and like blood red lipstick on and like sharpie eyebrows. Yeah, Jesus, those fucking eyebrows. <laughs> no, when you had the really, you, was you had like really, really skinny eyebrows at one point, like you plucked them to death. I wanted goth eyebrows. I'm surprised but I didn't want to shave back. them. Oh well, I have half my eyebrows shaved off right now. See, yeah. Have you ever watched Glam and Gore? Recently, I watched her. Yeah, she's I really love cool. Her. But she's like constantly just shaving off her eyebrows. It's hilarious. I love. I was that. watching a, a video she did recently on lidar and no, not lidar. L a d r. It's um, it's uh, like a giant microphone. Not microphone. Um, giant speaker. Mm-hmm. But can I, I? But it's so loud that it can like cause health risks, and they've apparently been using them in the protests in America, even though they're not supposed to, because like if you're right in the stream of it, like it can make you deaf. Oh God! Because it's so loud. But she was doing this like, and she has this entire hour-long video on it, and part of the video is also like talking about this ghost noise, which we are we can't hear, but it can have like psychological effects on you in the sense that like. 
it can make you see ghosts. Not like, you know, not ghosts, but it can make you see like th what what you would perceive to be a ghost. Even though you can't yeah, hear Yeah, so I've heard of that. Like, there's certain frequencies, they mess with your head a bit. Yeah. So she, anyway, this is this whole video she did, but at, while she was doing the video, she was doing her makeup. I suppose just something to do because she's like a makeup channel, so I guess she kind of felt weird talking about something without doing her makeup. But it wasn't like, step by step, this is what I'm doing. She's like, just discussing the whole thing, giving the facts, and then just doing her makeup. But the start of it, she was just like, okay, let's get into this. <laughs> with a razor and just like <laughs> cut off, shaved off her eyebrows and then she's like okay now we can start but it's just funny like sometimes she'll just be like you know what would make this look even better shave off my eyebrows <laughs> kind of I love that she's like really fun she's I don't know she's, she's so like I don't really watch makeup channels but I started watching her because yeah. she's just entertaining I was it was really funny because I was like you know all this all this drama going on on the internet obviously you know but I, I'm a little like, oh, I'm glad I don't really follow any makeup artists. Because, but, you know, like, the truth is, what people are saying is true. It's it, it's not all makeup artists are full of drama. It's literally, like, the only makeup artists I've ever followed are the ones who are in drama because they're the only ones big enough that I've followed them. Like, I followed them because they were so big and then they got into drama because they were so big kind of thing. Yeah. Whereas I'd, I'd never followed any others because that's just not... I'm not into makeup. I followed them because people are like, oh my god, you have to follow this person. Like, they're they're huge. They're blowing up kind of thing. Um, mm -hmm. But... And then I was I was thinking about it. And I was like, I've been following Glamangor for probably like five years. No drama. No shade. She's great. You yeah, know, like... No, and I'm like, like that is a makeup artist I have been following for years. And I suppose maybe I didn't count it as, like, makeup artist because she does S SFX, which is, like, more of what I watch her for. But I was... It was one of those things that I was like, it's not all beauty girls. Because, like, I don't know most beauty girls. So, obviously, they're not drama central. Did you have um, trouble saying beauty gurus? Yes! <laughs> beauty gurus. Is what okay. I okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Fleming? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Did you read um Shane Dawson's post about the the beauty community, the welcome to the circus? Oh the no, community I, that I was never in. <laughs> I watched videos on it. So like they were reading out the message, but I never actually read I'm not on Twitter. I mean I have a Twitter, but I'm not like I'm not on Twitter. Yeah. You I shouldn't saw a lot of people it. commenting on your latest video being like, glad I never got into Twitter and I was like, me. <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I feel like the only My... time I ever use Twitter is like if I'm reading something or I'm mm -hmm. watching something um, and it pisses me off and I just need somewhere to like, you know, I feel like there's there's certain rants you put on Instagram and then there's other mm -hmm. ones you put on, on um, Twitter. Like that Twitter. article I sent you earlier, like if I was more into Twitter, I probably would have put that up on Twitter and be like, just piss me off. Yeah, but the thing is... If you put something like that on Twitter, you immediately have people fighting you. That's the thing. Yeah. That's the problem. That's, uh, yeah, at least on Instagram, it's just, you know, like I have almost 200 followers. So obviously I don't know them all. But I feel like a lot of them, it would only ever be the people I actually know in real life who would start up a conversation about something I've put up on a story. Mm -hmm. Speaking of, follow us on Instagram. <laughs> Our podcast doesn't have an Instagram yet, but it probably should. Probably. Right? We'll probably. make one. That would be we'll professional. Yes, yeah, this but for entire now, podcast is, we don't know what's happening, but shit is happening. Yeah. To be honest, we were just like, we've discussed starting a podcast for probably like a year. And we were like, 
Eva was just like, you know what? We just need to record it and we can figure out the rest later. But once we have it recorded, like, we actually have to do something with it. I was like, yeah, Yeah. let's do that. (laughs) Even though I have a vlog from two years ago I haven't done anything with. (laughs) Yeah, but, like, by doing it, like, because we haven't figured out anything. We haven't figured out, like, a logo. We haven't figured out, like, if we have a theme tune or a jingle. We -hmm. haven't figured out any kind of art, if it's going to be on YouTube, if it's going to be on Spotify or Apple Music. Do we have an Instagram page for it? Do we have a Twitter for it? Who edits it? When do we edit it? When do we upload it? Like, we don't know anything. But what we do know is that we did this today. (laughs) We have episode one down. So once we have the rest figured out, we can just, like, put it out there in the world. So yeah. you're totally going to have to like follow or subscribe or, or where whatever this platform, this this uh, podcast is on. You're going to have to keep up to date with it because our next episode will hopefully have all the information in it. Yes. Maybe. So follow us on Instagram so you can see updates. Mine is Vangelina Skov. And Megan's is. Mine is Megan underscore MCGR. Yes. Yep. So follow us and you'll see updates there. Thanks. Yeah. The The further this video is going, the more boppy I'm getting. I think the caffeine hit me. Yep. So I'm like... I'm hyped. Also, my coffee I, is very cold. <laughs> I considered having a glass of wine, but I was like, no, wait, this is coffee and ketchup. I have to have coffee. We can have wine and coffee and ketchup. We can have anything we want, Eva. This is our podcast. This is our podcast. Episode one is about our friendship. Episode two is about how we don't give a fuck about your beverage societal ideals <laughs> we're gonna have wine if I, if we want to okay <laughs> actually well from now on we will have more of like a kind of a topic it's mostly gonna be us chatting yeah i but think i think for the layout of it it's gonna be like we'll be discussing this but as with this episode we're probably gonna go off on a tangent about other things but the yeah. basis of it will try and be around a certain topic every other week did we say i don't know if we're gonna stick to yeah every two weeks i think we said well if we're taking turns editing it then we only have to edit one thing a month it's not really that big of a commitment but so the theme of this one was our lives up until this point our intertwined lives Mm -hmm. and our drifted lives but then intertwined again so (laughs) are are this that's blurring a lot i'm going too fast yeah thank you (laughs) <laughs> going too fast for my shitty camera <laughs> well yeah I mean I think I think we can call that a podcast oh god <laughs> you say it in a stream four <laughs> times and she just oh. <laughs> I mean come on That's it's pretty funny. iconic for you at this point <laughs> yeah if anyone think- doesn't know um, whenever I end the live stream I say that's a stream! And now Eva has just <laughs> taken that on to be my slogan. That is Megan's slogan. When I, you are I jokingly famous. said, that's a podcast as a title. And she was like, yeah! And I was like, no, oh, no. I was joking. Yeah. <laughs> I no. think it would be good. But she didn't like it. So we're going with coffee and ketchup. <laughs> yeah, but it was good. <laughs> but um, when you get famous, which you will, you will get YouTube famous. I want you to have merch that says, that's a stream. Okay. Yep. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that was my idea the whole time. That's why I started this catchphrase to begin. Yes, Think you about the definitely merch. consciously started the catchphrase, knew it would catch on, so you could make merch. That that was all the whole plan. Merch. All for the money. It's all I ever do anything <laughs> for. 
That's why yes. I went into archaeology, Eva. For the moolah. <laughs> yeah, in case anyone, uh, you know, if I ever get YouTube famous in the future, people say I do it all for the money. I'm an archaeology student, bitch. I don't give a shit for money. <laughs> Now, I, on the other hand, am only doing this for money. That's why I'm a college dropout twice for the money. We make so money. much money. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so should we call it a podcast? Does it's this explain podcast. our friendship? I think it does. I think the I think tangents probably explain the friendship better than the actual storyline that you probably couldn't keep along with because we kept going off on tangents. Keeping up with the... We don't have a family name. We're not related. Keeping up with the... McScoffs. McScoffs. That's amazing. That's our name. With the McScoffs. The McScoffs. I created a horrible thing. That is okay. our ship name. Mm. <laughs> yep. Yeah, no. No, I think we've just turned to incest now, so I think that's a podcast. <laughs> anyway, thank you for watching episode one. Hopefully somebody watched this, and if you did, yeah. or listened to this, thank yeah, you for listening. Yeah, hopefully we figured out where this is going. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, so um, follow us on whatever platform you are listening and or watching this on. And find us on social media at the stuff we already told you earlier. We both, yeah. for the people that are just listening, we we did a thumbs up forgetting that this is supposed to be a podcast and people can't see us yeah. doing a thumbs up. <laughs> it's, fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. It's fine. The audio on this probably shit as well. It's fine. No, you actually sound okay. You sound good. Sound mwah, beautiful. Anyway, I okay. I have been Vangelina Skov. She's been Megan McGrath. This has been a podcast. Thank you for coming. And good night. And good morning. And good afternoon. And oh, good time going. of day. Bye. Bye. <laughs>